Before I continue on, I, I'd like to make an announcement, um, which is I just got a, uh, a message from Pastor Jay, who's been uh, speaking to you for the last three weeks uh, as a guest speaker. Uh, he told me that he officially accepted offer from, from us, so he is willing to come and actually become a shepherd for full life. Praise God. <laughs> By the way, hello everyone who are watching us <laughs> on YouTube. Bless you. Um, you know, we all do remember you. You know, a lot of you guys now in holiday and maybe watching us through YouTube. Bless you. Um, so now um, I asked you know, him to send me a resume and then we go through that with the elders and we you know, get acquainted and uh, we go through the process. And uh, I don't think there will be any issues. Um, so it's a good thing, yes, as we all clapped and just praise God, yes, we do have a pastor. So I won't be here next week, <laughs> so Pastor probably Jay will come along and then start sharing his life and his message with you guys. So bless you all. Um, so today I brought a passage, Matthew chapter 1, verse 15 through, um, actually 18 through 23. Um, can we actually put a message, Bible passage on the screen, please? So we can all read it together. Matthew chapter 1, verse 18 through 23. Hello. Okay. Unfortunately, I didn't bring my English Bible. So um, can I borrow English Bible? Sorry. <laughs> uh, I, okay, there we are. Okay. No, that's not it. Mm. Um, I'll probably use that passage later. So, okay, Matthew chapter 1, verse 18. Can we read, read it all together? This is how the birth of Jesus, the Messiah, came about. His mother, Mary, was pledged to be married to Joseph. But before they came together, she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the Lord and yet did not want to expose her to public disgrace. He had in mind to divorce her quietly. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, a son of a David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son. And you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord has said through the prophet. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. Amen? Amen. So today I'd like to... Uh, share with you under the title of Emmanuel Christmas. You know, when Christmas comes along, all the kids, they love one word, Santa Claus. Yes, agree? They love the word Santa Claus. Why? Do you know why? Present gift. That's right. They all anticipate, they all expect that they will get a present, a gift. You know, I personally myself love gifts. Um, 
And, <laughs> you know, we as a family, you know, we put a Christmas tree, um, you know, as we're approaching uh, to Christmas Day. And then we, we present all the gifts for each family members. You know, so I too, you know, my wife or uh, daughters, you know, uh, and you know, for each members. Um, after Christmas Day, the service, and we just go home quickly, and then we'll all gather together in a circle and start opening, you know, a, a present, a gift one by one. And so we share joys like that. So right now, I'm just anticipating that moment. As soon as we end this service, I just go home quickly and I'll start opening up the boxes after boxes. Um, so I won't preach for too long, okay? <laughs> um, yesterday, yesterday, um, usually the kids, they prepare little gifts not just the one for each person. They actually prepare at least two or three, sometimes even four, like two, two daughters to daughters, okay? Um, yesterday morning, soon as I woke up, like as, as I was preparing the sermon for today, my, the last daughter just came up to me and said, hey, this is one of the gifts that I want you to open um, today, Christmas Eve, so that you can have it tomorrow on the Christmas day. So I was happy to open it up. So I opened it, and I have it, and I brought it, which is this. You see? You know, this is only one tie in this world because my daughter ordered this garment, like, and then she made it. Yeah, she made it. Can you see it? This is elastic, by the way. <laughs> she made it. And uh, she wanted me to wear this. And you see the glitter? It's still like glitter is like falling. She just, she, she just wanted me to glitter. <laughs> the glitter is everywhere. And anyways, you know, we, we as a, even adult anticipate, you know, want to receive something, you know, um, as a you know, gift. Um, so... We, as a, even adults, we're just happy to receive these gifts. But, you know, we as a Christians, believers, you know, on Christmas Day, we're so happy to receive gifts. But there is a real, true reason that we, we are happy about, which is Jesus Christ has came to us. You know, um, gift, the, the word gift, if you actually look at um, in Greek, which is actually um, written, the word Greek, written, um, the New Testament is written in Greek. And if you find the Greek uh, word, the gift is charisma. Do you know? So charisma is interpreted and meaning in the Bible is a gift, present. You know, gift, charisma, means you are freely given. It's a free gift. So, Apostle Paul, Romans chapter 6, verse 23, it says about the gift, the true gift from God is this. Rome, 
6.23 says, For the wage of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life is Christ Jesus our Lord. Hallelujah. Do you believe that Jesus Christ is a true eternal gift from God? Why do you think that Jesus is the free, eternal, great, everlasting gift from God? Today's passage, verse 21 says, clearly explains about why Jesus Christ is the gift to us. It says once again, she will give birth to son and you are to give him the name Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. Jesus Christ came to save our sins. You know, Jesus Christ came and died on the cross to forgive our sins. Jesus gave himself and became a gift to everyone. But there is one issue. Even though Jesus Christ gave a gift to all, but not everyone can receive their gifts. Because unless you acknowledge that you are a sinner, unless you acknowledge that you have a sin, unless you acknowledge that you have committed sin, the gift of Christ, the forgiveness of sin, cannot be received to you. Does it make sense? You know what? That's why the Jesus Christ said this in Luke 5, 31, 32. It says, Jesus answered to them, It is not the healthy who need a doctor, but the sick. I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. Jesus came not to call the righteous person, means those who do not have sin. Those who do not acknowledge that they don't have a sin. Those who call themselves righteous, believing that I have not committed sin. Those people don't need Jesus. Jesus explained that concept with parables like, Hey, the sick, they don't want doctor. They don't need a doctor. Unless they are a sick person, unless they understand that they're sick, they need a help from doctor, they probably reject a doctor. Just like that. Unless you acknowledge that you are a sinner, unless you really need, unless you understand that you need Jesus, you probably will not accept the help of Jesus. Are you a sinner? Do you need Jesus? Jesus died for you. Jesus died for you so that your sin can be cleansed, so that you can be his own. But unless you accept, unless you accept the reason that he came to earth, the gift from God, Jesus Christ, forgiveness of sin, cannot be yours. Um, well, um, when Jesus came, Jesus ate and drink, drank with um, tax collectors and sinners. 
When Pharisees and scribes, Sadducees saw that, they actually complained to the disciples of Jesus, saying that, hey, how come your master teacher, Jesus, eats with tax collectors, sinners? Jews really rejected tax collectors. They pointed out fingers saying, hey, I hate you. You're not one of us. But Jesus came and he ate and drank and spent time with those tax collectors and sinners. The reason that Pharisees, you know, um, Sadducees and, and scribes, um, they rejected, they, they point fingers at all those sinners and tax collectors was, hey, I'm different to you. I keep my law. And I am righteous. So I'm different to you. Go away from me. I will not mix together with you. They thought that they were righteous. They thought that they are the one can come before God with their own mighty, you know, righteousness. But they didn't understood. They didn't understand that the truth, which was They were equally sinners, just like all their tax collectors and other sinners. That's why they couldn't see a big plank on their eyes, but picking other people's little stick on their eyes. You know, Jesus Christ, when he came, he died on the cross. Not only that, and through his cross, he gave us the gift, which is forgiveness of sins. But the gifts is available to those who confess their sins, who acknowledge their sins, who confess that I need you, Jesus. Those who try to live holy life but failed. They just like, oh, I don't know how to really follow you. I don't know. I cannot create holiness within me. I cannot stand before you with my own strength, with all my words and actions. But your grace, your blood. So those who understand our shortcoming, you know, to his glory, acknowledge understand, realize that we are sinners. We cannot come before God unless we realize that. Once again, are you a sinner? Do you think you are a sinner? Um, Do you usually don't respond like this at all? No response? Is this normal? Very normal? Oh, hallelujah. Oh, uh, I cannot preach like this, no. <laughs> it's very, having a very hard time. Come on, everyone. I'll be here only this week. From next week onwards, when Pastor Jay comes, come on. Preach it, shout it, and just like encourage him. And then he'll be more like, you know, just say amen. And it's like, come on, just get involved, get engaged. All right, come on. I'm only here for this week, so I can, I can encourage you guys. You, uh, you know, I'm not here to entertain you. I'm here to tell you the truth. 
And the truth will set you free. Jesus came and gave himself to all, but only few people will get the gift. That's why Christmas is not actually, you know, they're only happy that they have a gift from others, physical gifts. But only true Christians and believers will rejoice because they understand they have an eternal, true gift from God, who is Jesus Christ. Yeah? yeah? Hallelujah. Oh, yeah, that's good. Better. That's better. Come on, everyone. Yes. Help each other and help me. Secondly, you know, um, so, you know, by faith, I pray that, that you'll receive Jesus as your personal Savior. And you'll cry out that I need you, Jesus. Save me, cleanse me from my sins. I only can become righteous through your blood, not by my action, not by my words, through the blood of Jesus Christ, through the cross. That's the only way we can come before God and can stand before God as a righteous person, which means no sin person. Yeah? Hallelujah. Isn't that amazing? Somebody say amen. Come on, it is amazing. We as a believers, we as a Christians, that just makes us so flutter, you know, just like, yes, praise God. Don't, that's the joy that we have on the Christmas day. That's the joy. Come on. I am free from sins. Jesus gave me the gateway to God, to meet Jesus. And he calls me his own. You know what? That's why the second reason that we should be, you know, rejoicing on the Christmas day is Jesus Christ came to us, you know, as an Emmanuel and to be with us as an Emmanuel God. In Old Testament God, he stayed in the Holy of Holies. You know, tabernacle? Within the tabernacle, there's a Holy of Holies. And God Presenting like it was there in his amazing presence, surrounded by Shekinah, glory of God. And people could not handle that glory, Shekinah. They covered with a, a big, thick blanket over. And then there was a huge, a thick curtain just, you know, um, blocked and, 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 and stand between the Holy of Holies where God was and the world. That place, Holy of Holies, only the high priest could enter in only once a year. Even before he goes in, he had to cleanse himself by killing an animal, shed a blood, and with the blood, be cleansed. And then as a holy person could enter in. And before he did also, for other people, he had to kill, sacrifice animal. And with that blood, and rely on that blood, you know, he transferred all the sins and to the animal and sacrifice, and then with the blood of the animal, he entered in to the Holy of Holies to meet God. But when Jesus Christ was on the cross, died, died on the cross, you know, in the temple, in the Holy of Holies, there was a big, thick curtain. It's just there you know, separating from the Holy of Holies and the world, being torn apart from top to 
bottom. It symbolizes that God is not just there. He is here with us everywhere, anywhere. So whoever wanted to come to God doesn't need to go through a high priest or just rely on the blood of the animal, but rely on the blood of Jesus Christ. Wherever and whenever, whoever willing to come to God, they just rely on the blood of Jesus Christ and enter into the presence of God. That is the amazing blessing. You know what? It means God is here with us every day. You know how blessing it is? God is with us. It means God doesn't abandon us there by ourselves like an orphan. Often, He is with us. The Bible, Matthew chapter 28, and the last verse, Jesus promised to us, I will be with you to the end of the ages. Two or three gathered in my name, I will be there also. Hallelujah. This is the promise, and this is the reality. This is the truth. So here with us right now, Jesus Christ, He is here with us. As a Holy Spirit. Jesus Christ that came and died on the cross. And in three days, he rose again. And ascended to heaven. But Holy Spirit is here with us. Hallelujah. Holy Spirit is here with us. You know how blessing it is that God is with us? There is a, a pastor's wife called Mrs. Chung. I wrote a book called God Did It All. And in that book, just uh, one of the stories comes out. When he was working as a Korean air stewardess, he was on a plane and uh, flying over the uh, uh, Japan. Um, and around there, suddenly an announcement came out from the driver. What's his name? The pilot, yes. <laughs> the plane, yeah. Um, pilot, and then he said, "Hey, um, uh, I am sorry to make an announcement that the right wing of the plane, the big engine, is on fire, and we don't know why. So please fasten your seatbelt and just be prepared for emergency landing." You know, everyone was cruising and having good time there, right? But so, as soon as the announcement came out, everyone in fear. They're shouting, crying, and they just didn't know what to do. You know, they could see the smoke out of, you know, coming out of the engine on the right wing. And they were so scared. And because Miss, you know, um, the, the pastor's wife, Mrs. Zhang, he was a very committed Christian, sincere Christian, you know. And he acted like Christian. So one of the P group, the, the co-workers, um, one of the guy, Mr. Kim, he, he just, he wasn't, he wasn't a believer. He always, uh, you know, um, blind her, you know, accused her, like, like uh, teased her and, and say, hey, there's no God, there's no God. And, and why do you have to be like that? You know, why do you have to serve like Jesus? Like, I, don't, I don't get it. And he always teased her. But on at that moment, when the announcement came out, everyone is so scared and didn't know what to do. And some people start just writing the wheel, you know, and, and it's like it became so chaos. He all of a sudden came to Mrs. Chung, 
pastor's wife, and knelt down. It was so critical moment. It could be the last moment. He just said, Mr. John, please pray for me. Please pray for me. I'm so scared. I don't know what to do. So she just knelt down and just started praying for him. And as soon as the prayer ends with amen, another announcement came out. Ladies and gentlemen, the fire on the engine, we don't know why, but it just got off by itself. So be happy we'll be landed in Kimpo uh, Airport safely. All of a sudden, the whole atmosphere in the plane it was like a hell. Everyone crying, so scared, didn't know. Like a lot of people pray. Now became very lighter, shouting, clapping, like a heaven. And in the book, she wrote a testimony saying, Mr. Kim, who always accused of Miss Chung, you know, why, you know, all that, you know, why you believe all this? There's no God. He was kneeling down then, still, and dripping the tears down through his cheeks. She actually confessed this passage, Psalm, um, 91, verse 14 and 15, it says this, Because he loves me, says the Lord, I will rescue him. I will protect him, for he acknowledges my name. He will call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. He confessed, she confessed this passage and said, this literally happened to me then. God is alive and he did it all. Praise God. You know what? God with us means he's not there somewhere in the universe, but he is here within me. It's not here to accuse you. It's not here to just put his finger on you. But he's here to hold your hands. Here, he's here to help you. He's here to cheer you up. He's here to say, I am for you and you are for me. I am your father. Hallelujah. The God who created the world, universe, heaven and earth, is sent his only begotten son, Jesus Christ, and let Jesus die on the cross so that we can have life more than abundantly. It's with us. He's saying, I love you. Isn't that great? Christmas is the, it's about the day that Jesus, who's the living God, came to earth to be with us, to save us and protect us and hold us tightly so that we can have a life with Him. That's what the Christmas is all about. Hallelujah. Yeah? Come on. If you were just to be rejoicing, you know, because you're receiving something from your mom today, I hope that that will change to the gift that you will receive or you have received from God. And because of the gift from God, you will rejoice. That is faith. That faith 
will set you free from all sins. Sin makes us feel guilty, shame, dirty. That's what the enemy does. Enemy always comes in and stir up your hearts. They just block your eyes not to see the spiritual reality, the truth. The truth is Jesus Christ paid all of your sins. Jesus Christ died on the cross and shed his blood. And through his blood, you are cleansed. You are forgiven. That's why we say we are free in Christ. Hallelujah. We are free. That's the truth. That's why if you know the truth and accept the truth, the truth will set you free. Not you just, uh, you know, yes, it is. And it's just like breaking on. And it's like, it's not that you just like try to make a declaration, you know, you just try to believe. Yes, it is. No. It's a reality. It's a truth. Just receive it. That truth will set us free. There is a, but unfortunately in this world, there is a still person who see Christmas, the born of Christ, as a threat to their life. Just like Herod, King Herod. You know, Matthew chapter 1, we read, and the very next chapter, chapter 2, Matthew, there is a king called Herod comes out. Herod was greeted by some wise men, magis. And they said, oh, the king of Jews is about to born. Let us know we came here to worship him. King Herod thought that I am the king of Jews. Who else can be a king? And he wanted to kill that the King was prophesied to be born. That's why he told Magus, Hey, let me know where the king of Jew is born. But Magus, he was informed by the angels. So he didn't come back to Herod to let um, Jesus, you know, uh, Herod know that Jesus was born in a certain place. But they, Magus, went back home straight. When King Herod find, found out, he was so furious. So he killed all the boys. Boys under age two within the region of Jerusalem. No, Bethlehem, sorry. He killed every single boy under two in the region of Bethlehem. Why? He thought that Jesus, Jesus was a threat to his kingship, as a throne. Unfortunately, a lot, a lot of people in this world, they still see Christmas, Jesus, the Messiah, as a threat to their lives because they think that my life is governed by me. I am the king of my life. I am the king of my life. I don't want to be threatened because if I receive you as my king and I personally need to step down from my own life, the kingship, the throne, from the throne. So, if you become my king, then I lose my freedom. I have to come to church every Sunday, 1.30. Hallelujah. And I just want to just 
do my own thing. You know, I want to be the king of my life. That's why they feel they're threatened by Jesus. They don't want to accept Jesus as their king. Christmas, the born of Jesus, is a threat to them. After Herod died, a couple of hundred years later, uh, a king named Charlemagne, French. Um, uh, I don't know exactly how to pronounce, but uh, I think it's Charlemagne. Anyway, it's that king. It was, it was uh, New Rome was just the rose within French, France, and also German, uh, Sweden, Italy, all the area. So New Rome, just the rose, and the new king, just the uh, uh, throne, enthroned, and then his name was Sherman. And he one day wanted to worship God, so he came to uh, a church. The, one of the bishops stood at the door and greeted the king. The bishop said, hey, who are you coming? Who is that, you know, you is standing here? The assistant of the king said, hey, he is the, the king of Rome, the new country, Rome, Sherman. Bishop said, I don't know that person. Who is that person coming and standing here? Again, the assistant of the king said, Hey, he is the king of Rome, new country, Sherman. Bishop said again, I don't know that person. Who is that person standing? The king overheard the conversation going on and stood out and said, I, Sherman, came to receive God's grace. The bishop just stood back. I know him. Please come in. Welcome to the church. You know what? Sherman King, he just came to God, believed that I am the king of this realm. I have a power. I have authority. Who can stop me coming? I'm righteous. You know, I have this degree. I have that job. I have this money. I have this much. You know, I am great. Who can stop me? The bishop said, no. With an attitude, with a heart, you cannot come into this church. God will not meet you. He also, King Sherman died. And England arose and then there was a king named George enthroned. At that time, a great composer, Handel, was born and he actually composed a, one of the most well-known pieces called Messiah. Have you heard about it? In the middle of the song, Hallelujah, 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 Hallelujah. Nobody loves you can laugh really. It's okay. It's okay. You can laugh at me. That's okay. <laughs> Come on. Reaction. Engage. I'm almost there. Come on. Just make sure that you engage it. You know what? While that hallelujah was proclaimed, King George 
felt the awe of God, the presence of God, without him knowing, just he stood up. Because the peace, the title was Messiah. It was praising about the Messiah, the Christ that came to earth. And then he felt awe, he stood up, and he just praised God. And because the king stood up, everyone else around him stood up. That's how that, the custom started. When the hallelujah start proclaiming, singing, everyone stands up. Are you more like Herod? Ah, I am the king of my life. I don't want to be threatened by Jesus. I don't want to give my life to Jesus. I just want to be my own. Or are you like a king shaman? Like, I am righteous. I have enough to come before God. I don't need anything. I am myself and I can come worthy to come before God. Or like a King George, in awe of God's presence, I acknowledge you are the Holy One. I am a sinner. I stand before you in awe of you. Which one, which king are you? Hallelujah. Jesus Christ. Christmas Day is the day when Jesus came to us to save us from all of our sins. Not only that, he came to be with us. You know what? We are not playing a game, religious game. We're not here to do because it's a Sunday, it's a Christmas, we just come here to do worship. This is the reality because our God is living God. Jesus Christ, the living God, and He's with us in us. That faith will set us free. That faith will make us new. That faith will make us His own. Amen? Come on. Come on. Let us not just be religious. Let us be true believers. The believers will have real joy on the Christmas day because they know, they know why Jesus came to earth. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Our Jesus is a living God. He's a great. He loves us. Hallelujah. Isn't that enough to make us smile? Yeah. Come on. Have faith. Receive Him. And enjoy and rejoice in the presence of God. Let us all stand. Stand up. Praise God. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. You know, it's a Christmas day. It's a holiday season, I know. But you guys still faithful and just came before God to pay your heart, your your, your, your worship to God. God knows your heart. It's not easy to just come in this middle of the day on Christmas Day. God knows your heart. God knows your commitment. 
You know, He's a living God. He knows you. It's not just a dare to receive anything from you because He doesn't really need it. The whole world is owned by Him. But because He loves you, He wants to be with you. I believe that that's the reason that you are here for. And with that, you know, understanding and just confessing and acknowledging that He is the real God for me. And I am sinner. And I cannot meet with my own strength, with my own wisdom, and with my own words or action. I cannot be righteous. No sin. I know. I always do fall. I always commit sins. But Father, I know one thing. You're still here for me by the grace. And you always still be with me and lead me, guide me and teach me. Thank you, Jesus. Not abandoning me and not giving up on me. So, knowing the truth, only through the blood of Jesus Christ I can come before you the blood of Jesus set me free I receive that I accept that Lord no more condemnation in Jesus Christ no more guilt and shame in Jesus Christ no more I proclaim because I know that my God Jesus is a living God I know Christmas day is the day when Jesus came to be with us. So He is with us right now. Let us lift up our hearts and lift up our prayer to God right now. Just to receive Jesus. Welcome Jesus. He came 2,000 years ago, but He is here in spirit. Father, send me free all from guilt and shame. Send me free from all sins. Father God, I am yours. You are my king. I give my heart to you. Let us all pray together. Let us all pray. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus.
followed by um, our final praise the details are up on the screen uh, if you've if you have already given online um, let's just take some time um, spend a moment with God uh, you can also give physical offering um, it can be dropped off after service in the offering boxes there 